0: All right, so welcome back to another episode of Just Grow With The Podcast. Today, we are here with a representative from one of my favorite companies, and that is Pots. Would you mind introducing yourself to everybody?
1: Hi, Tim, uh, and everyone watching and listening. My name is Eric Olson. I'm the Southwest territory rep for SmartPots High Caliper Growing, and we are based out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma.
0: Nice. All right, so when was Smart Pot started?
1: So Smart Pot was started in nineteen eighty four, a guy by the name of Ralph Rieger who after working I think he was working like, you know, in the financial industry and he just decided to make a one eighty in his life and start a tree farm of all things. And, you know, after working in it, he shortly realized like, hey, you know, there's maybe a better way to farm trees. Because normally when you're farming trees, they're grown in ground and then you need a specialized machine like a four-pronged digger to dig out a big root ball so that you're not damaging too much of the root structure on these trees. So what his idea was to invent a, a geotextile fabric bag and Plant Your tree starts with the soil in this bag, and then there's other many ways to do it, but a very popular way is to drill a hole in the ground, basically the size of the bag. And as long as the fabric of the bag sticks up above the the, uh, soil line by an inch or so, generally the roots are contained within that fabric bag. And they don't really circle and, you know, girdle and spin around infinitely as long as they're not in that bag for longer than, like, Three years or, or so. So then, when it's time to transplant that tree upshift it to the next size container, all you need is kind of like a, a simple machine or tool to just kind of dig that bag out of the ground. Another worker knocks off the excess oil, and then you have a much smaller root ball. Like, let's say a three gallon, you know, smart pot would basically be the equivalent of like what you would use a 15 gallon ball and burlap method. Okay. So for the tree farmer, they were able to pack, you know, double the amount of trees onto a truck to move to the next nursery, which, you know, obviously they love for transportation costs. It's easier to farm basically once you kind of have a system. So it helps with labor costs. And then ultimately the root structure of the tree that you're growing is fantastic. And then, you know, growers on the next level up. Whether it's you know the retail nursery or the end user who's planting the tree in their yard or business, love high caliber grown trees. So that's that's where we started was back in '84. About 20 years ago, we started getting into the retail sales side of things, like lawn and garden stores. People realized, hey, in this fabric bag above ground, there's tremendous benefits as well. Plants do tremendously well in there. So then the company kind of shifted to create a, a retail sales farm, which uh, we've ex- expanded upon to this day.
0: So it was only 20 years ago that you could buy, smart pods. first made their way into stores? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay.
1: About 20 years ago is when we kind of dipped our, our toes into retail sales. I would say on I would say it's been about maybe 12 years or so that smart pots have been fairly popular in the lawn and garden community.
0: Okay. What made smart pots become popular? When did that transition kind of hit? You know, I'm sure 20 years ago when they first came out, they were received well, but not as well as they were about 12 years ago. So, what happened?
1: Yeah, the thing is with gardening and farming in general is people are very slow to change. And, you know, that could be for a lot of industries, too. People do what their daddy and their what their granddaddy taught them. And, you know, there's no other way because that's how they learn. So, not a slow road with tree farmers. We just generally gain more and more customers every year as tree farmers, you know, hear of their uh, peers doing well with us and then they give us a shot and then they're hooked. But as far as SmartPots really breaking through on the retail level, that really started on the cannabis side of things. We ran, (laughs) we ran an article in a tree farming publication and who to this day, he's still one of our biggest fans and allies. Is a guy by the name of Dustin Frazier in Northern California saw that advertisement and he was like, hey, this makes sense. Let's try and grow cannabis in there. And he just had amazing results. And then he started selling his buddies. And then, you know, in the cannabis industry, word travels fast, definitely like on online, especially on like online forums back in the day before Facebook and and Instagram, even. Right. So, yeah, definitely the, the cannabis industry. And it's really a stamp of approval, too, because cannabis growers are concerned about growing the best plant possible. Right. And that means ma- maximum yield and maximum quality. And of which, growing cannabis, tomatoes, peppers, anything with roots is going to do better in a smart pot than certainly any rigid sided container. In a lot of cases, even better than in-ground.
0: But why is that? What is so special about the smart pots?
1: So there's a number of factors that make a smart pot do what it does. The first is root development. I would, when the primary root grows out from the main root system, it's going to hit the sidewall of your plastic pot and thinks that it hit a rock that it's going to grow laterally around until it can then continue its outward journey. And in a plastic pot, obviously it never gets around that rock. So that's why when we see our plants roots, you know, we see a ton of roots on the outside, you know, that have just been circling and girdling in that plastic pot. In a smart pot, that root tip will grow out and hit the fabric and through a combination of, you know, decreased humidity from, you know, just being on the other side of the pot. If it does grow through the fabric or UV light, the root tip basically senses, hey, I'm about to grow off of a cliff here. I'm not going to do that. So it sends a hormone or a signal through the rest of the root saying, I've gone as far as I'm going to go. Now make those secondary lateral roots. So in a smart pot, you'll find your root system is very dense and fibrous. And your roots are going to be all over your soil medium, inside especially, versus in a plastic pot or a clay pot. Most of your roots are going to be on the outside of your pot. Okay. Another reason, another <laughs> reason why smart pots are great is drainage. A lot of gardeners tend to overwater and overlove their plants. Or if, you know, we're in areas like, you know, Houston or Florida where you guys get, you know, hurricanes and, and a deluge of water, the roots don't generally like to be standing uh, in standing water. So, the superior drainage of a smart pot definitely helps to prevent overwatering issues. And then heat release is another big factor for a smart pot. Like, I don't know if you've ever touched a, a plastic pot in full sunlight, but it gets up to around 120 degrees.
0: Yeah, it's really hot. Burn your hand
1: yeah and your roots are just you know on the outside of that pot just baking away so that's why like in you know in the hot part of the summer we might be really watering our plants well but they might be lagging or you know almost dying it's all that heat stress on the roots so in a smart pot basically the fabric lets it keep cool like how we do so it'll keep the the fabric at around 90 to 95 degrees versus 120 with a plastic pot so um you are in a better condition
0: and your
1: plants will be happier.
0: Okay. How do you guys deal with all of the copycats in the marketplace, right? Because I know originally when I would look for fabric pots or smart pots, you would be the only ones out there. But now if I go Amazon, Google, anywhere, and I type in smart pot, it seems like I get a bunch of competitors. Like, One, how do you guys deal with that? And then two, what differentiates you guys from these knockoffs?
1: Yeah, it's a gift and a curse, you know, to be the first and the best product out there. You know, I I tell people we're kind of like Kleenex. You know, how every tissue that you blow your nose with is a Kleenex, except for the fact that, you know, if you have a cold or something, you blow your nose all week with a Kleenex, you're, you know, your nose isn't going to be feeling as bad as if you had been using the generic knockoff tissue. Right. And it's kind of a similar deal with SmartPot. People. the the fabric is either too thin and doesn't you know hold the water in properly and that thin fabric generally breaks down quickly and will have maybe half the shelf life or a usable life of a smart pot or it's too thick and it holds on to the water too much and then you might as well have bought a plastic pot so yes on amazon you know those Cheap class those cheap knockoffs are generally coming from China where they basically have electricity at a quarter of the rate that we do. And I can't imagine that they're paying their employees the twelve bucks an hour that our factory workers are getting in Oklahoma City. So it's you know, it's a little rough with the knockoff, but at the end of the day, people who know know that smart is the best option, the longest lasting option. And I heard a good saying once uh, from somebody, I'm not so rich that I can afford to buy cheap stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because that cheap stuff, you're going to have to replace way quicker than the quality item. And, you know, I don't care if that's, you know, clothing, cars, you know, you name it.
0: Right. Yeah. I know that I've used smart pots and I've even used the knockoffs and you notice the difference in quality with things like I don't know just pulling the bag right mm-hmm. the other bags tend to rip yep and smart pots last for a very long time yeah plus I just love smart pots man I I think I was telling you before I remember seeing people and do crazy things in big 200 gallon smart pots man
1: Yes, yes. I've seen some big, huge plants in two hundred, three hundred gallon pots. We make them up to a thousand gallons, actually. I personally have never seen a plant in a thousand gallon smart pot, but I've heard of people that have and they said it's a
0: legendary. I could only imagine. <laughs> two hundred. The two hundred is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even a two hundred, like you can easily grow a, a ten, twelve foot
0: plant. Yeah, yeah, and not just up. That's like in all directions.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I would say in general, cannabis growers used to love 200, 300-gallon smart pots. But I think a lot of them are starting to get more into our 45, 65-gallon pots because when your plant is, you know, six feet, seven feet in diameter, it's hard to, you know, do that plant maintenance right uh, in the middle of the plants. And you might have, you know, bugs, you might have disease uh, that you might not even see. So we've been seeing a big shift towards kind of the medium size smart pot, but we make them in all sizes for anybody who, you know, and we also do custom sizes as well. So any ideas,
0: we can make it happen. I was going to ask, do you guys make uh I don't know how to describe them, just rectangular beds out of the smart pot fabrics.
1: Yes, actually we do. We've been making those for about three, four years. We're originally called our big bag long bed. Now we're calling them our raised bed planter. And yeah, it's rectangular in shape and every two feet will sew a fabric panel across from side to side so that when you fill it up with your soil, it just doesn't you know flop open like a like banana peel or something good idea yeah those those have been popular
0: so for people looking into getting into gardening what size smart pots do you recommend for let's say things like let's say any sort of leafy greens and then maybe into things like squash or tomatoes or peppers
1: Sure. I guess for tomato growers, I would say if you're doing a small determinate size tomato, you could do a five, seven, 10 gallon. But for an indeterminate tomato, we generally recommend at least a 15 or a 20 gallon container. But if you go bigger, then your plant will grow correspondingly bigger. I've seen some massive tomato plants in 45-gallon smart pot. For leafy greens, you know, they don't require the biggest root structure. So then you can go, you know, smaller, 10-gallon or or smaller, I would say. What's kind of nice about a smart pot is generally you can get away with a smaller pot size and still have a similar quality plant compared to a, a larger plastic container because ultimately a smart pot's gonna give you more roots, better root development. So a smaller size smart pot, generally speaking, will outperform a larger size rigid container.
0: Yeah, my new smart pots were great. <laughs> I knew they were great.
1: We appreciate the support. Yeah, we it's basically, you know, with the original was a uh, black fabric, then we came out with uh, hand then green now we've got blue orange purple who knows we might be coming out with uh, new colors down the road too
0: that's dope that's dope so what is what's next man what what's coming down the line from smart pots besides new colors
1: so I would say that's a tricky question. We're always kind of open to new ideas. Like, for example, 10 years ago, somebody came to us and and said, you know, hey, I really wish that I had a smart pot like I could work on my railing. And so we, you know, developed that product and that became our uh, saddle planter wallflower product. So I think between that and, uh, you know, new colors and, you know, different options, that's going to be, you know, where we're going in the future. We've done a big expansion at our plants over the last year demand went through the roof so we had to up our supply so yeah we that took a lot of capital investment from the owners but now we're in a great position to crank out even more smart pots you know for americans and growers around the world
0: that's so dope that's real all right man thanks thank you for coming on the show and giving people knowledge about smart pots and just letting me learn a little bit more about them as well
1: Thank you so much for having me. It
0: was a blast. Hey, man, I have one more question for you. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. How can I get my own personal branded smart pots, man? Like some big city gardener smart pots.
1: You know what? It's probably easier than you think. We can uh, talk about that offline.
0: All right, man. That's cool. All right. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview. Send the name over, put it in the comments or send me an email. I grow at Big City Gardener and check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms. Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.